Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Carol. I watched the second half of Carol. And this is is the the other other half. So this movie is not about Christmas carolers? No, surprisingly not. It was unfortunately about some lady named Carol, which is like, I don't know, I'm going to be honest. You think it's like the old school Karen? Carol, Carol Karen, and like Karen? evolved in the Karen. Probably, Maybe. I don't think the word, I don't think the name Karen existed. I don't uh, think it did until like the. I 70s. think Carol's were naming their kids Karen. Yes, yes. And Carol used to be the old Karen back when the name didn't exist, and now all Carols you know are dead, right? Right, right, right. Like, I don't know a single Carol. I don't think I've known a single Carol no. since the eighties. No, which I was not. A, and I was going to say of. you didn't know anything <laughs> about the eighties, but I've only seen them in movies. Right, right, and right. So the, like this a, kind of exactly. movie. Exactly. They made a whole movie about yeah. Carol, which this movie set in the nineteen. 19- 40s 50s i don't know probably the 50s 50s? i didn't actually look i'll look it up because the thing about this movie it doesn't it's an interesting one because why it doesn't really show you it's very concentrated on two characters Mm. and not much else oh yeah yeah yeah. i guess a really fucking dumb thing to say in a movie out loud in a movie podcast (laughs) the movie about two a romance movie between two people is about two people Wait, wait, wait this is a romance that's what the it says. <laughs> apparently, fifty two is when this movie takes place. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, um, fifty two, fifty three. Um, yeah, I, I, but I know what you mean, right? It's not really about. It's it's very internalized. It's very uh, insular is a good yes. word for it, right? Because mm-hmm. also just because the time period, right? Like you know the the. The lives of ladies back in the day were pretty insulated as well, particularly ladies like Carol, uh, you know, mostly housewives or even if they were, you know, liberated, they weren't really liberated past, you know, like, you know, their husband's friends or whatever. That is very true. And then you have somebody like Therese, 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 Therese. Uh, who is a little bit, she's younger, so she's a little more liberated, but even she is sort of insulated as well, just by the fact that she's like a woman in dating a male-dominated a world. Yeah, exactly. Time, oh, she's dating a man? Oh, yeah, I guess that never, I guess. I didn't know that. that well, was, <laughs> was dating a man. Was. Yeah, um, um, I, I knew a very little about this movie. I knew it was a movie about two ladies falling in love with each other. Yeah, in a time where they shouldn't be doing that or couldn't time, be doing that. Yeah, exactly. In the time when, like, they should. Like, excuse me. Look, I'm, I'm walking it back. Walking it back. I'm walking it back. Back all the way to the 50s. <laughs> hey! <laughs> back when it was seen as like a mental imbalance. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like sort of thing. Obviously, quote unquote, wrong. Wrong. Um, like, yeah, morally, mentally. Yeah, exactly. And that's pretty much all I knew. Um, same. Yeah, I, I knew it looked. Cool. Oh, I knew it would look gorgeous. That's yeah. the other thing I knew. Was that I knew it was very I knew well shot. It looked very pretty, and you know what? It Turns does look very, it fucking amazing. I love the way this movie shot. Same. It looks so good. It's such a. It's hard to really describe, but they use a lot of camera shots that frame the actors as varying heights depending on their like status of their emotion i was gonna say it it it, it reminds me of like edward hopper paintings mm-hmm. like nighthawks yeah stuff like that where it's like you know it's the way that, that it, the way that it's colored but also yeah the way that people are like 
uh, framed. trapped, framed. Mm-hmm. So much of this movie is shot through windows, which is, I yes. feel like, another thing that, like, Hopper used to do, where it's, like, people, not just are, like, framed in windows, but, like, you don't even see the frames of windows sometimes. You just see the, like, glass in front yeah. of the camera, and it's, like, everyone is, like, obscured, and it's sort of hard to see of, them. Yeah, it's just a little bit of extra grain and film to, like, right. see the act. <sighs> the movie looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a gorgeous film. Honestly, I think the visuals of this movie outweigh a lot of other things about yeah, the movie, personally. I, yeah, okay. So I remember hearing a lot about this movie back... It got a lot of Oscar buzz at the time. It was mm. big, big stuff. But then I didn't really hear much about it after that. And I was like, I wonder what happened to that Carol movie. Hey, I mean, for the podcast. Even, like, as far as, like, the aftermath, it was like, oh, it's, like, a really good-looking movie that takes place around the holidays. It's pretty much all I've, like, heard about it as well. Yeah. And obviously, Kate Blanchett is amazing in it, yeah. per usual. But yeah, like uh, having watched this movie, I'm like, I I like certain aspects of it, but like overall, I'm sort of like, I don't know, like <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's pretty straightforward. Like yeah, I think that's the problem. I with think it. it's just like not it's a problem, very, it's but very, it's just the thing that didn't. It's very competently made, but yeah. doesn't really wow you in any way. Not really, no. Um, yeah, except for the visuals, I think those are really visuals pretty, are yeah. just. I think incredible. the acting is good. Yeah, but mostly I feel like Blanchett absolutely oh, yeah. fucking yeah, kills this role. Just kind of like. Well, she's supposed to be playing like an ingenue, right? Like yeah. someone who's sort of like wide-eyed and innocent it's or whatever. It's true, but like I don't feel anything behind though that really. And I and, never really got any of that. And like, I know she's I good. Like yeah. she's, I've, you know, like Girl Dragon Tattoo is such a good example of her mm-hmm. doing something insane, you know, and, yeah. and well and and internalized. But yeah, I don't know. I, I also sort of feel like her character is given less to work with here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of agree with you. And I really, I was going into this going like, this movie's going to be fucking awesome. I was hyped. I was, yeah, I was like, we're going to see. But now I realize why there wasn't much of a tale on this. There wasn't like people being like, remember that movie? This is a good one. I don't see this in a lot of like, this is an awesome Christmas movie. Right. Or anything like that. It's just kind of like, it's just on the list. Yeah. 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 It's there. It's cool. Yeah. Um, But I mean, there are some good things about it. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. No, it's not. Well, competent is a good word for it. Competent is a good word. It's like not a bad movie by any stretch, but yeah, I agree. It just doesn't, it doesn't really stick with me. Like, it doesn't wow. I don't want to, I don't want to compare two movies about women in love with each other, but like compare this to something like Tar. No, I'm just kidding. Tar. (laughs) But honestly, though, but honestly, I thought a lot about Tar while watching this, not just because (laughs) Kate Blanchett plays another lesbian who's yes. just going after young young girls. Yeah, yeah, that's true. See, I was I was thinking more. I was thinking more. Uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which like still sticks with that's me. That's a great movie. That movie fucking rocks. That, the ending yeah. is like incredible, and like it's same. Like it looks gorgeous. The like performances are quite minimal. You know, like. It's it's the same thing of like two women in love with each other and they can't be in the time period that they're in. But like that movie just does so many interesting, crazy things yeah. in it. And like this movie, I'm like, I don't know. I kind of feel like I could see this on I don't want to I don't want to belittle this movie, but it does feel like you could see this like on like a lifetime like channel or something. Yeah. It's very straightforward. Yeah, I was surprised how straightforward it was. I mean, yeah. it's 2015, I guess at the time it was just like, cool, we got representation. On I, screen, guess I guess you're right. It was it did come that's out. That's a while ago, you yeah. know. I mean, that's you know, it was not like representation was all over the place then. It was still kind of coming online. I really didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, um, maybe we're being unfair. Yeah, maybe we're being unfair. Line. Maybe you know, back in the day, you know, two we're... ladies kissing, people were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Not on Pornhub. <laughs> hey, this is a weird show. This is Lifetime showing this. But anyway, tell me about how the movie opens because I didn't even know that Therese is in a relationship with a man. I think yeah, it's Therese. 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 It's one of those. Yeah. Anyway, there's the sound of a train arriving. Um, 
Oh wait, a train arriving? Mm-hmm. This movie's brilliant. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> well, does it just shows the sound and then it shows sure, like sure. the the uh, the grate that the steam is coming out of, and the mm. the camera pans up and you see uh, a guy walking around New York, classic New York. It's Jack. I believe it's the guy that is dating Teres. Teres. He's kind of like a kind of a big nose. Um, he's kind of like a higher pitched voice. Or no? Does he have like a really strong jaw? Yeah, he does. Oh, is it is it the guy from White Lotus? I have not seen White Lotus. Oh, I think it's the guy there's, from White there's Lotus. There's Kyle. There's Kyle Chandler as well. Friday Night Lights guy. He's in Godzilla. You might be thinking about him. These squinty eyes. Oh, I'll just look this up. Okay, Jack. You say is Jack. Name. Okay. The other guy's named Barge. Barge. Barge Wait, or Harge? Harge. That's it. <laughs> Fuck. I know it was a weird name that sounded like Everyone Barge. Has really weird. Names. Okay, that that comes up though. What to Harge? Well, I mean the naming thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. But anyway, so yeah, he he enters in. He sees Kate Blanchett talking to Rooney Mara. Mm. Uh, wow, wait, they're already talking. Yeah. Whoa. Which I don't know if this is a flashback or what, mm. or a flash forward maybe. Um, Interesting. Or maybe like a side moment because it didn't seem like they'd met yet. Uh, yeah. Going later, so I'm not. They're just making conversation. They're just making conversation. Um, Jack is his name. Oh wait. This must be the future, I guess. <laughs> what is going on? I'm I don't so know. Confused. No, it's uh, yeah. Jack is there. Uh, Jack might not be a character actually. Now I think about it. Jack is nobody. Yeah, Jack I've is never nobody. seen Jack. Jack. Basically, I'm looking Jack up. Jack basically is there to say like, "Wow, where's your husband or your your guy? Where's your guy friend to be?" Right. Teresa's like, "Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm talking to this lady." Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Cool. Well. Uh, I'll get out of here. Get out of your way. And um. That's about it. And so she Wait, like, where are they meeting each other? They're just in like a hotel. Oh. Talking. Is that coming to play? Wait, does he come they're having they're like eating or like at a table? Yeah, a table. And he Jack comes up yeah. and talks to Teres. Uh-huh. And is like, does he mention like there's a party happening? Yeah, I think so. This happened this is the end of the movie. Okay. I thought <laughs> I, I was like, it seems to be kind of the end. I didn't know if they're doing the thing or not. This is the end of the movie, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's anyway, very interesting. Okay, yeah, and then oh, that's actually kind of interesting because then Teres then sees Carol walking around with another man while she gets in the car and leaves mm. after that. And interesting. I think What's now, the other man look like? Is it Herge? Is Harge? Herge? No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's Harge. Okay. Um. So then, um, let's see. Let's see. Okay, Teresa's is there. Um, she's basically working on cooking while her boyfriend comes and picks her up. What's he um, look like? I don't know. Maybe he's just a fucking white guy. I think it is Jack. I don't know. It's Jack. I don't. Think I keep it's writing Jack. Jack. I don't know why I keep writing Jack. It's Jack all the way down in all my notes. <laughs> Did you think that this Jack guy? I don't know, man. Because there's other guys in this movie, man. No, there's no other guys. There's only Jack. There's Danny. There's in, Richard. In my mind, there's only Jack. There's oh, only Richard. Jack. Is it Richard? It might be Richard. Okay. Yeah. You haven't Richard. seen White Lotus. So we're fucked. It's Richard. Yeah, I know. It's my my guide's off. My compass. I should have. <laughs> HBO. Why did I just cancel your subscription? This guy. This guy right here with the strong jaw. Yeah, that guy. Who's he? Oh fuck. Uh, that's <laughs> Richard. That's Richard. That's Richard. Okay. That's the main guy. That's the guy who's I think they're, that's they're the dra- that they're. Dating. I think I just wrote Jack because I was confused if it was a flashback or not. Jack was the original guy. They're all white guys, right? Yeah. So white it's going to be hard to differentiate. Them. Okay. Um, so that and they all have the same haircut. They right? all have a very similar haircut. That's true. Um. So anyway, she's trying to work on doing the stove and stuff, and he comes up and he's like, "Hey, um, I'm gonna pick you up, and we're gonna go ride over to work." Um. Mm. And he's like really excited about what I thought was a honeymoon. I didn't really understand their their relationship relationship yet, but it seems like he just wants to go on a trip with her. Mm. But she's not really excited about it. Um. And then they go to like management 
they could get like free hats from management at the like department store, which is they both work at a department store. Okay. A big department store like a Bloomingdale's or Macy's or whatever. Like in New York, would you picture the Sears? Things that don't exist anymore. Things right. that Amazon killed <laughs> and um, put in the dirt. Right. Uh, which right. kind of makes me sad. I see the most nostalgic thing I see is looking at those department stores being like, okay, Grandpa Ethan. Okay, look. <laughs> It was a cool place to hang out and look at bullshit. Yeah, that's true. As opposed true. to look walk online around. and scrolling or whatever. It was a cool yeah, thing. Yeah, all you people on your damn cell your phones. damn cell phones. Oh, you trying to get reviews. Now it's all dropship bullshit yeah. from China. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. We got our stuff from China from Sears. Yeah. It got blooming. Exactly. It didn't sit in the warehouse in yeah. Barcelona or whatever it gets sent over. <laughs> I also miss the mall. I'll say that. The mall's actually booming. You've been to the mall recently? Yeah. Well, some of them are. Some of them are still doing pretty not good. Not all of them. No, I don't no. think it's, it's I think they called the week. I think it's just called the week malls. <laughs> I think they've I think they've reinvented themselves. That's a good I think it's sort of like with like vinyl, where like they died out and then people were like, Why did we stop doing this? And yeah, this is back. cool. You know, I'm yeah. tired of balls. Well, looking for shit on Amazon has become a nightmare. So yeah, or even like any true. other website, like even Walmart or any of those big box shops are like just fucking sell our sh- sell your shit here, and it's great. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I don't want to buy this no-name weird brand. I would rather go to the store and get something go, that at least I know. You go to fucking Amazon, order it, and then it shows up, and it's like, you realize, oh, the size of my screen is the size of the thing I wanted. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you don't know exactly everything about it, so people, right. anyway. Enough about big box stores. They were the there. one that brought it up. Look. <laughs> so they go- Grandpa's so they here, there. all right? Grandpa's going to tell here. you about big box stores. <laughs> the other half listeners, that's what they come for. For our weird big box boomerangs. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, anyway, it's called Frankenbergs, which is a great name. Mm. I don't know if it's a real place, but it's got a great name. Frankenbergers. Um, and she's, you know, Teresa's there. She's watching a train go around. She starts up the train at the front of the store. You mm. know, they have the little toy trains. Right. And um, is it Christmas time? It's Christmas time. Oh. oh, yeah. I forgot to mention. I, mean, I thought the Santa hat would give it away. You know, the department store just out. that they were I said the San- department store was handing out Santa hats to you everyone. S- oh, you said Santa hats. You said special hats. Yeah. And I was like, what? What are you talking Santa about? Hats, Santa hats. Excuse me. Got it, got it, got it. Got I it. slurred. Okay. That's fine. Um, that's fine. Anyway, so Teresa's there. She's working her station, which just seems to be some standard, I don't know, department store. She just stands there and helps people kind of job. Right. I don't know. They had so many jobs back then. <laughs> For just random shit. <laughs> going to get right back into the whole department store. They didn't, they didn't cut them down. You know, they didn't yeah. have an AI assistant helping them or anything. <laughs> yeah, those people that stand around fucking like, um, you know, blow uh, perfume in your exactly, face. Exactly. That sort of Buy thing. this. Exactly. Yeah. So she's hanging out there, but she didn't put her hat on. The boss is like, put her your fucking hat on. Mm-hmm. And then she spots Carol, <gasps> who's just looking at the train sets. Kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a cool train set. She's just like, ooh. I like that. Well, you can see her eyes. She's saying she didn't say that out loud. She didn't whisper in her breath. Kate Blanchett doesn't need to talk. She just you can see it in her face. No, Kate. Oh, well, Kate Blanchett is not doing anything. I'm looking at Rooney Mara. Who's oh, got, Rooney Mara? Yeah, she's okay. she. Didn't the movie spitting. open with a train? Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Slowly Dream. piecing this movie <laughs> together. Theme. Yeah. Um, Carol asked about the doll that does the whole thing that like you know wets and cries, which I think is a wild concept that they just had dolls that wet and cry and do all crazy. that stuff. Wild stuff. You got to teach little girls. To grow up to be mom. That's in, that's in that song was it, the uh, uh, Run Run Rudolph song. Yeah. That, what about they, it? They, ha- they have a line in there about I want a doll that scream wets and cries and all that shit. Really? And, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Chuck Berry. That yeah, motherfucker was Chuck weird. Chuck Berry would do it. Yeah. yeah. 
it's a weird choice. Anyway, yeah, they're also all that doll. You know, this was this is the uh, uh, let me put it in millennial terms. This is a tickle me Elmo of the time. <laughs> Jeez, basically. Now let now put it in Gen Z terms. Oh, uh, um, this is it's the, the AirPods. Fortnite, the AirPods. AirPods. There you go. I guess. Sure. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not young. I don't know what a kid's want. I know then. what malls are. Yeah. <laughs> this is my old man episode. That's right. Maybe I'm becoming a Carol. I think so. Um, so she's like all sold out. She starts trying to smoke in the place because she's like, damn, my daughter really wanted that. And she's like, what did you want when you were a kid? Rumi Mara. And she's like, well, when I was a kid, I really wanted train sets. I really was into trains. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right. Do you have... Then, is there a good one around here? She's like, oh, yeah, the one you were looking at over there was a really good one. That's right. like, and she's like, do you ship? Like, yeah. And we set it I up, ship too. Us. Yeah, I ship us. Yeah. She's like, yeah. So she signs it right on the dot and buys it right there. Wow. Um, just to show that, you know, she's a rich lady. She's oh, fancy. Yeah, she's she's got to please her daughter. That's right. Um, so they wish each other Merry Christmas. And Carol says, I like your hat. But then she accidentally leaves her gloves on the table. <gasps> oh, oh, no. no. Anyway, I hope she gets the Turbo Man doll that she wants. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo Man wants itself. Turbo Man. Oh man, I would love that. No, that's a booster move. <laughs> Big booster energy. Booster would. Yeah. Uh, Therese is now watching a movie with her, I guess, a boyfriend and like two other guys. One of them's like kissing on her neck while she's trying to watch the movie in like the projector booth. And the projector guy's like, "I'll give a fuck about this movie. I've seen it a bunch of times." And she's like, "Interesting." So wait, a guy that isn't her boyfriend is kissing her on the neck. They all look the same, but I don't think it is. I think oh. it's just a random guy. Is it a guy with like a big nose? Um, I guess. All right. The reason I keep mentioning a guy with a big nose is because one of the guys in this movie. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Is, no, I don't think it's him. It's not him? No. It's the dude it's from him. First Cow. Nah, wait. No, not, not him. <laughs> okay. He comes but in that later. That guy is in this movie. He okay. does come in later. Got it, got it, got it. First Cow. Great movie. No one talked about it. Incredible anymore. film. Um, anyway. Uh yeah, well this is then the guy with the the guy with the nose you're talking about, Danny. Danny. Uh, he says he works at the New York Times, but he's like, I want to write movies. I'm there a big nerd, go. and they're like, Ah, little brother, you're a big nerd. I love this um, guy. Hey, you know, Teresa, if you want to come in the New York Times, I can like show you some movies, and maybe you can meet the photo editor, and like, well, you know, maybe you can take some photos. She's like, Oh, I'd love that because mm. she's into taking photos, I guess. Yeah. Um, she's a photographer. She's a photographer. And this movie is very well photographed. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Hmm. Did she take the photos? Who could say? Who knows? Um, let's see. Her boyfriend is drunk, passed out in bed, and she can't stop looking at these gloves that Carol left. She oh, can't stop looking at them. Interesting. And then, they are nice gloves. We get Harge. He's Harge. here. It's Carol's husband. I'm like, hell, the- Kyle Chandler's here. Let's go. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's go, baby. This guy, yeah. Um, If you need, like, straight-laced, like, conservative-looking dude. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is the dude for you. Absolutely. He looks like he walked out of, like, a... The 50s, you know? He does. Yeah. He looks like he belongs, like he came from this era. He's always a good actor. He delivers anytime you need him, but it's just, it's so funny. He's always just playing this kind of guy. He has that look. He has a very distinct look. Like he's got the squinty eyes. He's got that black black hair, thin lips. Yeah. He's always got a great stern look. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, he is like. It feels like he's incapable of like tripping over his words, you know? Like that's, that's what you get out of this. That is very true. Yeah. That's very true. A very, a true professional here. Um, Carol doesn't want to be at home. She wants to get out of here. She wants to go out mm. um, and doesn't want to go to this party that I guess 
park hard really wants to go to yeah and she's like, oh, I got, you know, I'll hang out here with Aunt Abby. And he's like, you've seen a lot of Aunt Abby lately, haven't you? Mm. Haven't you? Did you see who Aunt Abby is played by? Yeah, Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Therese is asking, um, I guess, calling the department store, like bugging people. is like, hey, is, was the train set delivered? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly gets a call from what I thought was corporate, but it's actually Carol calling saying, Hey, thank you for sending over the gloves. It's so nice. You sent them. I appreciate that train sets all set up. It's great. Uh, let me take you out for lunch tomorrow as a thank you. So they do that. Um, Carol orders uh, poached eggs with a dry martini. Um, Mm -hmm. Therese can't make a decision. So she orders the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, she, Therese is bad about making a decision. She really is. Uh, and then, Carol reveals that she's divorcing her husband. They're oh. in the process of the divorce. Mm. Um, Him, her and Harge. Her and Harge. It's yeah, a shame. <laughs> um, and she's like, "Do you live alone?" And Teresa's like, "Yeah, at the moment. I mean, I have a I have a boyfriend though, you know." And he's whatever. She's like, "Oh, do you want to get? Do you want to like marry him? His name is Richard." As I'm writing, I wrote down the name Richard. That's helpful. Richard's really here. Good to know. Um, do you want to marry Richard? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, he's real. She's thick. like, I don't know. I can't even decide if I want to have, you know, what I want to have for lunch. Mm-hmm. And then they laugh. Um, she's like, well, you can visit me on Sundays if you're not busy. You want to come visit me? I'm like, what? what? You just want to like invite? You just invite people over? I mean, this is something they do in the fifties. I think it was, but like in the fifties. But also, it's like, like you just met this person. You want to invite them over to your well, house? Clearly, she's got. Oh well, yeah, clearly, clearly. Yeah, but like, I mean, you don't just leave. She's coming on hard. Anywhere, huh? You don't that's just true. I guess anyway. that's true. Yeah. I feel like she's coming on hard though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway, um, so she's like, yeah, all right. I was like, why not? Well, it's actually what you busy. This is go Saturday. I was like, okay, cool. And just, Carol leaves. And she's like, what a strange girl you are flung it out of space. Oh, does that line mean anything? To you? She says that later too. It's funny because I was watching my half with my wife and she says a line. She says, well, spoilers. You'll never guess what happens to these two. They wind up having sex with each other. Whoa. And during uh, copulation, uh-huh. uh, she says, my little angel flung out of space. And then my wife, like, tapped me on the shoulders, like, write that down. I'm sure that's going to be important at some point. It kind of was, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um... Oh, yeah. Carol's an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> that's her actual dream. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Carol goes to the party. Harge is there. Hard just trying to get back is like you're the most beautiful woman in the, in the room. Yeah, and she comes. It's back. so sad how much he loves her. It hard is honestly really sad in this. Yeah, thing. I feel really bad for him. He does a great job of portraying. I feel, I feel bad for him, but I also am like, you gotta fucking like, you gotta like cut cut loose. Come on, dude. Point, yeah, like, like you know what you're getting into, kind of. Let love be what. I yeah. mean, obviously he doesn't understand that, but it's like I don't know. I'm like, come on, dude, just let her be happy. I know. Yeah. Um, come on, Harlan. But she says he says you're the most beautiful woman in the room. And yeah. She says, tell your mom that. I'm like, damn. What does that mean? That means don't fucking tell it to me. Tell your mom that. I don't oh, give a shit about you. I don't damn. give a shit about your opinion anymore. Poor Harlan. It was so mean. Mike didn't even get it. I know. It would have <laughs> gone right over my head. I've been like, well, my mom's pretty too, I guess. <laughs> 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 well, I'm glad you have such a good relationship with my mom. Maybe I we know, can work yeah, this yeah, out. <laughs> so Therese goes to New York Times with the with the guy. Mm. I can't remember his fucking name. <laughs> Richie? R- Danny? Danny? Richie? I Donnie? I think it's Danny. Danny? Yeah, it's Danny. Yeah. That's okay. the guy from First Cow. Yeah, okay. So Danny um, goes with Danny, and they're looking at the stuff. It's not even open. It's, like, closed. Mm. And, New York Times? Yeah, and he's mm. like, so what do you take pictures of? And she's like, oh, I don't know. 
just like picture like windows and buildings and things like that. He's like, what do you write about? He's like, I write about people. He's like, you should try to take a picture of the people. They're more interesting than like objects all the time. Mm. Um, and he says, it's, it's very interesting writing about people. You know how they're either attractive or like not attractive. I'm like, Oh no. Yeah. And he comes up and he tries to give her a smooch. Oh yeah. And he asks her like, do you mind? I'm like, what a fucking creep. Um, that was what consent was back in the day. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but then she also says no, and he's like, oh, come on. And then she leaves. Mm, uh, that's not great. Great consent back come in the on, day. Come on, Danny. Uh, Be, and then he also better. says, you want to come back tomorrow and do this again? And I'm like, wow, you really got Jeez, a great impression. Danny. But she's so polite about leaving. She's just like, no, she I, had to be. I gotta get out of here. See, okay. that's what I mean. It's like even the liberated women back in the day yeah, still or like, had. You think a quote unquote liberal New York Times ish yeah, place, you know, progressive, like, yeah. still kind of got creeps all over it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we saw Mad Men. We saw Mad Men. That's true. Um, Carol says, "Too hard." Thanks for staying sober and driving me home. Um, he loves her. Yeah, he's so nice. And then he's like, "Come to my parents' house." It's, it's, I don't want to see you alone on Christmas. Like you're going to be alone during Christmas and I, I can't have that. And she's like, Oh, I got, you know, this lady and I got, I got Abby. We'll be, we'll be here. Mm. And he's like, you're going to hang out with Abby again. And she's like, Oh, Abby and I were over long before you or I were over. Whoa. Like, Whoa. It's, a little, it's like, see, that also implies like he knows and he doesn't seem like, I mean, he's probably jealous, sure, but it's yeah. like, yeah. He seems to be like, I've accepted this is who my wife is, and that's fine. Yeah. But also, it seems like she just doesn't, you're interested in me anymore. Ah, oh, man, this is so rough. Because it's like, just fucking like, let's cut the cord here. You I know. know. Just have everyone live happy, you know? Yeah. And then he kind of becomes a dick after a bit, so. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the jealousy, you know? That's the jealousy. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, Carol drinks while watching the train go round and round. That was just built. Um... Mm-hmm. Richard meets Carol as she's coming to pick up Therese to go hang out at her house. And Richard's like, I love you. Bye. And she's just like, okay, bye. Mm. No, I love you back or anything. Yeah. It's like, man, cut the cord. <laughs> These are just guys. Who Get are out like, of there. Oh, obviously the women will like me. Right. Cause I've got so much to offer. Yeah. 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 Man, I don't know. Well, even in this case too, it's like, with Carol and her, it makes a little more sense because they've got like a kid to worry yeah, about and like an estate. In this situation, it's like just fucking like ditch this guy. Yeah, fuck him. I feel kind of bad for him, but like whatever. Yeah, you know? I don't care. He'll, he'll lay into his he'll fucking fine. feet. It's okay. They're about to hit the sexual liberation. You know, <laughs> that's true. Fine. Sixties yeah. are coming real hot and heavy. Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, she says. It's just weird. There's a weird scene where they're driving and just like weird ethereal stuff. Who's going driving? On. Carol's driving. Carol's driving who? Uh, Therese. Got it. They're both driving to Carol's place. Got it. Got it. Got it. And there's all this trippy music. It's like very weird and very ethereal. Mm. It's like a dream sequence almost. And I can't tell whose perspective it is. It could be both of theirs. And they're both just like, we're just so excited to get to know each other. Right. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And then, um, no, I don't know. So then uh, they pick up a Christmas tree for Christmas and... Therese takes photos of Carol while doing that. Um, they mm. go and they meet. They go to the estate. Therese meets her kid. Her kid seems nice. They She helps decorate. Mm. She stays late. She plays the piano. Um, and I think, I mean, Mara, to her credit, seems like she's actually playing the piano. Wow. She's not playing anything like super crazy complicated, but she is playing it. You know, I'm not, she's sure, not doing sure. like fucking Mozart shit, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah, sure, Mooney Mar, you can play the piano, play five different songs <laughs> on the piano. I'm not saying that. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Or am I? Where are you? Am I like, come on, I can do That's that not shit. Mozart. <laughs> you fucking just memorize that shit, I bet. <laughs> Tar would be unimpressed. 
<laughs> yeah, if this were a different movie, she wouldn't even look at you. She wouldn't even care. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Kara asked, like, hey, were you taking photos of me? She's like, I'm sorry. I should have asked. She's like, no, I like that. Mm. And she's like, is that what you want to do with your life? She's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, you just got to keep working at it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. I want to see, you know, I want to see your photos. And she's like, oh, well, they're all back at my place. And she's like, well, just invite me around. I'll be there. It's Actually, no, I'll come over soon. But then Harge returns randomly. Oh, no. He was out for some reason. He mm. shows back. He's working. And he's like, she's like, what are you doing here? She seems all upset. She, like, puts her shoes away and everything kind of, like, gets up tight. Carol does. Sure. What are you doing here? He's like, I'm just here to check on my wife, I guess. <laughs> um, I've got some stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I got to let you know that. My mom wants to take all of us on a trip to the West Coast. She already bought tickets, plane tickets for the kids. For the holidays? For the holidays. Wow. So you got to go. She's, be like, nice. she's like, I don't want to go. I can't go with you. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. She's got, like, the kid's going to have to come with me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can come if you want. Like, it's fine. She's yeah, like, no. There's a ticket bought nope, for I'm you. I'm not going. I'm not Damn. going at all. Um, And then suddenly he sees. Uh, Therese. He sees Therese and is like. Oh, hello. Where did you meet? How do you know my wife? <laughs> do you, um, he's like, oh, I see. That's what you want to do while I'm gone. Okay. Well, you know what? It's fucking fine. We're gonna, I'm going to pack up the kid. We're going to get out of here. So he starts getting in the car, packs up the kid. Um, Carol has to explain to her kid why she's not coming on the trip. It's just like, you know, mommies and daddy, sometimes they just don't see eye to eye. Don't mm. worry, I love you very much, and I'll see you soon. She's like, "There's a seat right here for you." Oh, I'm just like, "No, I gotta, you know, sometimes we gotta be separate." Yeah, it's like, okay. So she leaves, and then right then, Arge comes back and is like, "Hey, you know, you you, you can't just keep going out and seeing things like this. We have a family, you know." Yeah, and he she's like, "No, I don't want to go." And she he kind of grabs her and is like, "No, you're gonna get on the thing." She's like, "No, I don't want to go," and she pushes him down on the ground. Whoa! And um, he's like. You better get in there. She's like, or else what? Oh, it's already over. Yeah. And then uh. she shouldn't, shouldn't have said that. Because uh, <laughs> then he gets to the car and drives off. Yeah. Um. Carol's like, Teresa's like, I can he leave. could tell like this is like the last time that they'll ever have like, this sort really of situation. conversation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um. Carol then drives Teresa to the train station to leave early because obviously things got weird. So she's like sad and Teresa starts crying on the train because she kind of realizes that like damn I had a way better time there than I do with my friends boyfriend yeah. and his goofy ass friends in the um, New York Times yeah exactly so she gets home and Carol calls her super late and is like look I was horrible I'm sorry anyway I can see you tomorrow she's like yeah but I want to ask you some things you may not like she's like ask away oh what did she away. ask what did she ask I don't know yet. We'll get there. Ah! I wrote it down, Mike. It's in a second. Mm. But first, Carol's got to go to her lawyer, her divorce lawyer, because I wrote Garge. <laughs> Harge, Garge, Barge. Right. It's a Garge. Harge. Yeah. Uh, suggested an injunction and says he yes. doesn't want joint custody anymore. He wants to take the kid completely due to a um, more lapse of morality clause mm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's like, the divorce lawyer is like, it's not right, but it's legal. He can do it. Mm-hmm. And I won't, won't mince words with you, but uh, he has some people to talk about, like Abby. Uh, might be a big big evidence blow to us. Right. Um, I'm going to suggest you don't go see... Uh, by the way, her daughter's name is Rindy? Rindy. Rindy. Another ridiculous R- a name. Weird name. Well, um, you know, you got Harge. Harge. And- <laughs> Probably like, She's like, 
Well, mine and William was going to be Barge, and this you want to name her Mindy? What about Rindy? <laughs> what about Rindy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the trial, like, he's like, well, so I can't see her until after the trial. She's like, yeah, and the trial's not going to happen until probably like March or April. Right. So that's a long time. That's not, not a Christmas time. Uh, that's not Christmas time at all. No. That's a long time from and now. And this is a Christmas movie. I know. <sighs> anyway, um, Therese buys a record for Carol mm-hmm. um, and gets invited to uh, yeah. Richard again to go on that trip. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know. Actually, no, he invites her to Christmas because he keeps talking about the trip. He keeps bringing up the trip. And she's not interested. Right. And then he brings up Christmas. I was like, you should come to our family for Christmas. And he's like, I don't know. It feels like it's for family. And he's like, you are family. Oh. It's like, well, what about Europe? Like, do you have any thought? And he's like, I don't. What's wrong? And she's like, what's just wrong with you? And she's just like, look, how many times have you been in love? And he's like, never until you. Oh. And she's like, what about all those other girls? She's like, I just had sex with them. They didn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, she's like, and she says, I'm different because I haven't gone all the way yet. And he's like, no, wait, what? And then she just asked, have you ever been in love with a boy? And he's like, uh, I know people that like, or do that. I heard that, but like, no, mm. I'm, that's not happened. She's like, no, 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 not people who like are like in love with boys, but like those who may just happen to fall in love when they're like, never just have that happen. <laughs> And he's like, uh, are you in love with a girl? What's going on? <laughs> and he's like, anyway, you want to go to Europe? And she's like, I'm not ready. I don't know what I'm going to do. And so she storms off. Um, and then <laughs> Abby's talking to Carol. And she's like, I'm sorry. I didn't want to get in the way. And she's like, it's not your fault. Uh, and then Abby's like, I'm trying to nail this redhead. Um, Abby's like, she's young. Uh, she, she's she mentions, dumb. No, she mentions Teresa. She's like, look, Carol, Teresa's pretty young. Mm-hmm. Tell me you know what you're doing. And Carol's like, I never know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that seems fair. <laughs> um, so then uh, Carol drops by um, Teresa's place. Okay. And gives her, this love bombs her the big ass, a Canon, new Canon camera. Wow. Tons of film. She's like, show me your art. Um, she, uh, Therese gives Carol a beer. They chat about the injunction and how it's going. Mm. Um, they mention, actually I, meant, I mentioned this earlier, but like, Carol mentioned that her name, Teresa, is weird. Yes. Not Teresa. And I'm like, it's Teresa. Yeah. So I'm like, she just has a thing for people with weird names. That's I'm clearly with it. Rindy as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only normal person is named Abby in her life, and she doesn't even like her them. That's true. <laughs> and Carol's a normal name, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Um, and she's just like, you know what? I want to go on a trip. I want to go on a trip. I just want to drive around anywhere. She's like, where do you want to go? Anywhere my car will take me. West, I guess. Mm. Do you want to come with me? And we know that she doesn't like going on trips. But she immediately says yes. Of course. Immediately says yes. Of course. And then as soon as she says yes, it starts snowing. Oh, my goodness. Hallmark. (laughs) And then she tells this to, of course, Richard. And how the fuck do you think Richard's going to react? I would be so pissed. I'd be pretty upset. I'd be like, oh, you want to go with your girlfriend on on a fucking... Fun thing. What about me? What about me, man? I guess I'm not important. Break up with me. Yeah, exactly. Well, except Richard's stubborn. That's like a thing that they don't understand, I feel. It might be just the mindset of the 50s, but these men just cannot understand like ever being like done with someone. They just keep pursuing. Yeah. And I think it's just like kind of a failure as a man, maybe, as a sort of thing that like was really instilled to men back then of like, you got to stay with your wife. You got to make her happy, blah, blah, blah. You got to work at it. And it's just like, if you don't, 
it's a failure on you as a man. Right. You know, right, and right. I think that really is instilled on both the characters of Barge and Harge. Harge? Barge and Barge. Garge, 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 Harge, and Harge. Yeah. All of them. Right. Watch out for Sarge. He's coming. <laughs> I'm sure he's in your half. Oh, yeah. Um, I know Sarge. <laughs> we all know Sarge. We all know Sarge. He's brought up a lot in my yeah. half. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> um, but it's the same with Richard. So he's just like, so what about our trip? Now you're not going on it? So you got a big crush on this lady, like a little schoolgirl, mm. and she's like, "All we ever do is going to argue over this." He's like, "Yeah, I mean, you made me buy." He says, "You made me buy my boat tickets, get a nice job," and she's like, "I never asked you to do any of that. You just did it." He's like, Richard says, storms out, and's like, "You know what? In two weeks, you'll be back. Once the fling is over, you'll be back." And he Ooh. just storms off. He's hoping. He's hoping. He's yeah. hoping. That's the end of my half. Well then, which I think is interesting because I realize that's like. You have no idea who this guy. Uh, no, is. and we see him later in the movie, and I'm like, "What?" Uh, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so we see Carol and Therese, and they get in a car together, and it's like picturesque, like Christmas. Oh like, yeah, you hear silver bells. It's snowing. They're this, in this like. Does it sing silver bells? Silver bells. Yes, you hear silver bells. Um, and I just wrote down, love how this is shot. It just looks, it looks so good. It's got, it looks like, like a Christmas card or something. It does. It's, it's gorgeous. Beautiful. The beautiful movie. Just beautiful film. Picturesque. Like, like this is the type of, this is like fifties porn, you know, yes. like people who are like, you know, you know, those people who are like, I love the fifties. I was born in a different decade. Shut the fuck up. You were not born in a different decade. <laughs> you wouldn't, you, no one talks about all the horrible racism. Where's all, where's all the yeah, black watch people? Watch Carol and see how things turned yeah. out. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, ain't no people of color in there for some no, reason. Can't yeah. imagine why. Gee, wonder why. Uh, so, uh, t- uh, they're driving. It's beautiful. They arrive at a, uh, a restaurant and Therese gives Carol a gift. And it's a mm-hmm. Billie Holiday record, which uh, apparently uh, has the piano song that she played oh, for her that one time. She did say it was beautiful. And Therese takes a little photo of Carol. And at first, Carol's like, oh, oh, don't take photos of me. But then eventually she like gets into it. She likes getting photos taken of her. Uh-huh. Uh, then I see Sarah Paulson. Let her f- figure out her name is Abby. She answers the door and a guy named Herge is at the door and she's look he's looking for someone. He doesn't say who he's looking for. So at this point I'm like, all right, so this is either Carol's Which door is this? Huh? Which door is he at? At Abby's door. Okay. Went Got to it. Abby's house, knocked on her door and was like, "Hey, I don't know where she is. She's not at home and she's not here. So where is she? There's only two places she could have been." Mm-hmm. And then Abby says, "Yeah, her. You've tried to keep uh her locked up all of her life. All she has is your friends." And you, and that's it, and me, and and now she's found someone else, and I'm like, who are they talking about? Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, Hark is definitely like an older man, yeah, but like maybe he married Therese. I don't know how old. Like that's fair. Honestly, back in the day, like you know, so yeah, I'm like, true. is this about Therese? Is this no, about? It's a mostly age appropriate, yeah, relationship. True. And then he's like, he's like, Rindy wants her. I don't know who Rindy is. He's like, Rindy wants her. <laughs> And then Abby's like, well, you should have thought of that when you slapped her an injunction on her. And um, then he's like, Abby, I love her. <laughs> and then Abby's like, I can't help you with that. Uh, and then she slams the door on him. And again, at first I'm like, oh, yeah, he's obviously like an abusive guy. He probably fucking hit her, you know. And sure, he's probably like pretty emotionally abusive. He's emotionally abusive. Definitely emotionally abusive sure. towards her. But like when he says this. I'm like, I think he really means it. I think he truly does love her. Yeah. And at first I'm like, oh, Abby's like a, a girl boss who's like, yeah, well, she doesn't love you. Like, yeah. There's nothing I can do about that. But now I'm realizing 
she's also sort of talking about herself. Like maybe she also loves Carol yeah. and Carol doesn't love her back. And she like understands what it's like to love somebody. Yeah. And probably for, particularly actually. for, to love Carol and to not get that feeling. Yeah. Back. She's her own person. She just constantly needs new people. I think. Exactly. So Therese is, uh, looking through Carol's luggage. Cause Carol's like, Hey, can you get me that like blue sweater? Therese is not being weird. Mm-hmm. Therese is just looking through her luggage, looking for a sweater. And then she finds, what does she find? Vibrator. No, that's so good. No, does it find a vibrator? Um, You're close. You're she very finds close. Depression pills. No. Damn it. Um, Give you finds, one more guess. Okay. This was, this scares Therese. This scares her. Scares her. It's a picture of Therese. <laughs> that's really good. A gun. Oh fuck. <laughs> she finds a gun in the suitcase, and then later on they're driving, and Therese is like, "Hey." Uh, are you, do you feel safe? And Carol's like, ha what are you talking about? Of course I feel safe. I got my 45 in my backpack. <laughs> she doesn't know. And at first I'm like, yeah, if I was Teresa, I'm like, I don't know what their relationship is. I don't know how long they've known each other. So like now knowing, I'm like, yeah, I'd be kind of a little bit concerned. Like, is she going to turn that gun on me? Yeah, like, seriously. You just met this person. Yeah, pretty like, recently. You are like. Richard said, falling head over heels like a schoolgirl crush. Yeah. You don't know this slow. person. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Obviously, women are less scary than men. Yeah, but a gun but still, is scary. A gun is scary. No matter who's holding it. Gun doesn't care about gender, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, uh, I, I just wrote down, lots of shots through windows. So pretty. Carol and Therese uh, book a presidential suite. Oh. Um, is one of them running for office? No. Okay. No. Well, if they were, some bad shit's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Therese goes out to like fill up like a, uh, a a ice, like sort of like a. Back in the day, they didn't have ice machines. They just had like basically like a big block of ice. You chipped it off, right? It wasn't. It wasn't even Damn. that actually. I didn't know. I that would be say. a good guess. No. Uh, well, this place. It was, was a gun. This place. Another gun. <laughs> it's a gun. Yeah, the gun you ice. shoot at the ice. Yes. No, it's it's like a big tub of ice that you have to like manually, uh, you know, like pick up and uh, okay, you know, and, like put in your bucket. And so it's already cold out, and so she's having to like dump ice into her bucket. And all of a sudden, this guy shows up. He kind of looks like he was. He looks kind of like um like. Uh, like a, a Robert Crumb. He's got like big Coke bottle glasses. Mm-hmm. He's got his hair slicked back, and he's like, "Hey, do you need help with the ice?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure, that'd be great." And he helps her with the ice, and they sort of like make like small talk. And then he's like, "All right, goodbye." And then she leaves, and we sort of like stay on him as he like watches her leave. And I'm like, "Oh, he's got like, he's got like, ah, uh, he's a creep." Maybe he's a creep. Maybe he's a creep. So then we see Carol and Therese, and they're trying on perfume. And again, I don't know what's going on here. So there's a scene, there's a bit where uh, Carol gets perfume on her neck, mm-hmm. and Therese goes to sniff it, and she's like right up in her neck, mm-hmm. like like crooked. What were you thinking? You're like, Ooh. well, I'm like, I'm like, I don't like. I don't know, like, what their relationship is. Like, I know, I clearly, I know they love oh, each yeah, other. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't you know, know like, how far they, along right, they are. Gotcha. Exactly. And so at this point, I'm like. Is are, is somebody unaware that the other person is like interested? Because <laughs> like we're halfway through the movie. Come on, let's get it going. Let's get it going, guys. Um, next morning, um, Therese goes and uh, it's like a weird place where like not a weird place. It's like a bed and breakfast situation where like everyone sits in like their presidential suites and their hotel rooms, and then they come and congregate in a big sort of like cafeteria looking room where they Fun. eat breakfast together. Okay. Therese is sitting down eating breakfast, and the guy with the glasses shows up. He's a salesman. And he makes conversation with Therese and is like, hey, how you doing? Going to buy a 
buy a Bible? What was he selling? He's guns? selling he's guns. <laughs> he's selling magazines. Okay. Uh, and then Carol shows up uh, and is seemingly very annoyed by him. Uh-huh. He's uh, she's just like annoyed that he's talking to Therese. Yeah. He's annoyed that uh, she's annoyed that like he's even in this conversation, clearly like butting in. And it's clear he's just trying to like sell them something, basically. Yeah, yeah. Solicitor. Uh, huh? Solicitor. A solicitor. And then he they're like talk they're trying to it's like Carol's just trying to talk to Therese and then he just keeps like butting in the conversation. Eventually uh, he hears that they're going to Chicago and he's like, if you want to get to Chicago early, I would recommend taking this, you know, like shortcut saves you two hours. You know, I'd highly recommend it. And they're like, okay, maybe we'll do that. I don't know if they do it. They probably don't. <laughs> and then they arrive at a very nice hotel. They drive all day, uh-huh. arrive at a nice hotel. Carol passes out because she's tired Coke from the drive. Come back into play. You'll see. Okay. And then they go to dinner. And then after dinner, Carol calls her husband, but hangs up when mm. he picks up. Mm. He's just checking in. She's just checking in on him, basically. Oh, yeah. That's a one-way street, it seems. Very much so. Mm. And then it's New Year's Eve, hey! baby. And you hear it on TV. They're counting down to the New Year's. And uh, they're in another hotel, actually. They've, they've gone. To, they're in Waterloo now. Waterloo, Illinois, or something like that. You got to be in love if you're going to places like this. I'm like, okay. So you know you know where Waterloo is, right? You know the the historical significance of the name Waterloo. Uh, I do, but why don't you remind the <laughs> the audience just in case? Waterloo is famously where Napoleon lost in in Illinois. Not in Illinois. In Illinois. <laughs> okay, I thought you meant something about that particular spot. No, okay, but yeah. in Waterloo historically, yes, right. And out out in front, is she okay? Okay, cool. She's playing with her toy. She's just playing with the toy a lot. Okay. Out in front of like the state, as they're entering the state, there's like a sign that has like Napoleon on it. It says Waterloo. You're entering now Waterloo. Hmm. And I'm like, uh-oh, that doesn't bode well. Because like Waterloo, historically, is not where good things happen. But is that really banging the Alba song? Abba song. That's true. It is a good Alba song. song. <laughs> so they're in Waterloo. They're in another hotel. New Year's Eve is happening. And you hear the countdown on the TV, and then the two of them are like looking at each other in the mirror, and they both talk about how they were both alone on New Year's Eve. Either, you know, Harg is busy at some kind of like business meeting, uh-huh. or uh, Therese says she's always alone on New Year's Eve, even if she, even if she's at a party, like mm-hmm. she's always alone. And then Carol starts like undoing her robe mm-hmm. and starts like kissing up on Therese. Uh huh. Therese kisses right back, baby. Oh, man. She's into it. She's, she's like, we're not alone it. anymore, baby. Why have we not done this this whole time? Mm. And they start just fucking going at it. Nice. Clearly, stuff is getting done is what I wrote. <laughs> Why is it, what is it? Obscured? It just it's a little obscured. Oh, yeah. uh, through a shot through a window? Uh, no. Uh. Although, that would be pretty funny. Uh, and then there's one bit where, like... It would be really they, funny if they had the, the Waterloo sign, sign. with the statue of Napoleon looking down on them. And he goes, like, suck <laughs> Not all of things are losses. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the next morning. They wake up. Uh-huh. You know, Carol's smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. looking out the window. Teresa's chatting with her. It's a great time. And then they go to check out. And then the lady working at the hotel is like, hey, you got a telegram. Carol reads the telegram. <laughs> Keep it down up there. <laughs> Keep it down up there. <laughs> she reads the telegram. And she freaks the fuck out. Oh. And she runs out of the lobby. She runs into the car. She's like, I need my gun. Where's my gun? Oh, she shit. pulls the gun out of her suitcase and she runs around. She's looking, she's looking and she 
bust down the door. <laughs> what? Just a random door? Yes. Like in the hotel? Yes. Damn. And that- inside the doorway, inside the room, is Glasses Guy. Oh. Glasses Guy was not a salesperson. He was a private detective. Oh, shit. He was a private investigator hired by Harga oh. to spy on uh, Carol. And last night, Carol and Therese sure did something. They sure didn't. And he recorded all of it. Oh, wow. And sent it to Harga. Oh, wow. So going to be upset. He's going to be very pissed. And also, this will be really bad for the injunction. Uh, yeah, pretty bad. Um, And so she's like, I'll, I'll pay you whatever he's paying you. I'll, I'll double it. I'll triple it. And he's like, too late. I'm efficient. I uh, already sold Get my this. job done, baby. I get my job done, basically. And then she, she's like, ah, everything's ruined. And so she like gets rid of the gun. Apparently, it was unloaded this entire time. And Carol calls up Abby. Uh, and is like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I need some help. And Therese feels terrible about all this. Mm-hmm. They're like driving back home, basically. And Therese is like, it's all my fault. I was selfish. I should have said no to you. She didn't do anything. She blames herself for too much. She, well, she's like, I just should have said no. And I took all of the stuff that you gave me. And I shouldn't have done that. And she's <laughs> like, and I didn't even, I, I say, no, I never say no to anybody, you know? Therese is innocent in my eyes. She is innocent in my eyes. Yeah. Same. Like, she's done nothing wrong. She's too hard on herself. And that's what Carol says. They pull over to the side of the road, and Carol, like, embraces her. And, and we see all this through the windows. And she's just like, Therese, you didn't do anything wrong. You know, I gave you everything I wanted to give you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's you shouldn't feel bad. And so then um, they spend another night in a hotel together. And, you know, Carol's on the phone for a bit with Abby. And then uh, Therese sits on a separate bed. Mm-hmm. And then Carol's like, come on over here. Come over here. This one vibrates. <laughs> and they get on the bed together and uh-huh. they embrace. And the next morning, Therese wakes up. Carol is gone. Oh, shit. But she left the gun. <laughs> and she left the gun. And Abby's there. Wait, there? The hotel? Yes. Oh. Abby's there. Carol's gone. All right, I could. S- I'm into stuff like this. You down? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, baby. Let's go. And Therese is like, where's Carol? And Abby's like, she's gone. And, uh, and Therese is like, is she going to come back? And Abby's like, nope. Whoa. Yeah. And then they go to like lunch and this is, and, and Abby's like, or, uh, Teresa's like, why do you hate me so much? Like, I don't understand. Abby. Uh, Teresa asks Abby. Yeah. But why is she hate? Why does Abby hate her? Abby says she doesn't hate her. Oh, okay. But Teresa thinks. Why does she, she think she hates her? I don't know. Okay. But she thinks she hates her. And Abby's Therese like, I'm very paranoid. She is. Well, she's yeah. And, and, and also the possible love of her life has completely disappeared. Yeah. You know, from her life. Um, and also pull a gun, yeah, which is also scary. And so Teresa's or Abby's like, I loved Carol, you know, five, six years ago, maybe even longer. We had a similar little fling, but it was different. You know, Mm -hmm. I knew her when we were little kids. I knew her when, since we were 10 years old Mm -hmm. and I've always loved her. And then we fell out of love, you know, and this, this just happened. Mm hmm. Was there a reflection? That was fun. Are you hungry? Aww. It's oh, okay, girly. You would be hungry. There's food right there. There's food right there. Yeah. Hey, do you want to come over here? Want to come over here? Pumpkin. Come on over here, girly. You don't want to do anything? She's just like, I'm going to hang out by your feet. All right. Sounds your good. Backpack, right? Okay. Sorry about that. That's so, okay. So... We learn that there is a history between the two of them. Mm. And then after all this, 
Abby's like, oh, by the way, here is a letter that Carol wrote you. Oh. And Therese grabs the letter and rips it open and starts reading it. And it says, Carol says. That how does they deliver this letter? Is it like narration? Hand delivered. No, no. Oh, it's, 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 it's narrated, narrated by Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Yeah. So Kate Blanchett says over narration, she says, look, this was this would have happened one way or another. It's probably for the best that it happened so soon and not later. And she says, look, I know that you want resolution or explanations, but it's because you're young and you don't understand any better. And then she says, we are never to contact each other. I will never reach out to you ever. Damn. Just totally cuts cut the cord here, which is what she should have done with her husband. I'm, yeah, honestly. I'm yeah. Just, she doesn't I'm give just, her husband that. But So then Therese. I guess the kid makes it complicated. The kid right? makes it way more complicated. Therese develops film of Carol. Um, and then I wrote that the guy from First Cow sees the photos and suggests that Therese puts a portfolio together because he has friends with the New York Times and maybe she can work there. Mm-hmm. And they're painting walls together, which means maybe they're dating or maybe they're just moving in with each other. I don't know. Huh. But that little creepy guy. And then she's like really cold to him. And we know she's cold because, you know, she was in love with Carol and now Carol's gone. Mm-hmm. But he's like, is this because I tried kissing you that one time? Okay. So maybe they're not going out or something. I don't know what's going maybe on. They're just hanging out. Then maybe, yeah, maybe. But they're painting the insides of the apartment. And yeah. And then we cut to Carol. Carol and her husband are having dinner with, I'm going to guess, his parents. Uh, so she just gave in. She just gave in. And it's a very awkward conversation where basically the parents are like, Hey, so I heard how are things going with you and your doctor? And Carol's like, um, doctor. He, he's not a doctor. He's a psychotherapist. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I, I, like I said, I was watching this with my wife. And my wife immediately got alarm bells. I was like, Carol is going to get fucking lobotomized. Well. Yeah, something bad is going to happen to Carol. Uh, and clearly, she's only in this having dinner with them because apparently, Rindy, their daughter, is going to show up, and she just wants to see her daughter. Yeah. And Rindy does show up and they embrace. Therese puts a portfolio together, putting Carol's uh, photos that she took of Carol's into what I think is like a burn stack. Like mm. it's a stack of like photos she doesn't actually want to keep. Yeah. And or use in the portfolio. Uh, Abby meets with Carol. Carol cannot. So still going on. Interesting. Yeah. Honestly, mm. I also thought it should have been <laughs> at this point. It's like, what are we doing here? Abby meets with Carol. Carol says she cannot continue the psychotherapy and she doesn't like being without her daughter. Uh-huh. And she also says that she wishes she could have just told Therese to wait and not to like completely cut her out of her life. Okay. She regrets telling Therese, like, I'll never contact you again. She wishes uh-huh. she could have been like, can you just wait until this divorce thing is done? Yeah. You know, um, Therese is now working at the New York Times. We see Therese walk to the New York Times and on the walk to her work, we see Carol in a car and Carol sees Therese across uh-huh. the street ah. and she sees her like out the window and you can see like, Oh my God, it's her. And this shot was amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I know it's amazing because for Carol and emotionally, it's like, there's Therese again, the love of my life. Mm-hmm. It's so good to see her again. It's probably been a few months. Yeah. But I'm like, wow, this shot is amazing because it's from the point of view of a moving car. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is shot through a window uh-huh. and it's shot down uh a very busy New York street, which mm-hmm. means they had to like dress that street proper for the time. Oh period. yeah. They do that a lot. There's a lot of outdoor sh- shots like that, but it's like all the way down the street, which means they probably also had to like CG it. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what an amazing shot. Like they did a really good job with this shot. 
That's Great one of those job. like subtle CG shots. Yes, that looks really good. Yeah, subtle and it's so good. It like it looks like it looks like this movie was like made in the fifties. Like, yeah, truly, I don't know how they did this. It's really the set dressing is amazing in this. Like, this shit rocked my socks. Amazing. So, Carol is going to a divorce hearing, and they're fighting over the daughter. And uh, Herg's there, and Harg is his uh, lawyers. Like, look, it's an open and shut case. Like, Carol has been doing some. Uh, aberrant behavior uh-huh. and we have evidence of it and there's no way that she's gonna take the kid what are you looking up right now i'm just thinking no i was just looking up i was just looking up the carol wikipedia because just to get some information on uh, if this won any awards but okay all right Sorry, i want to know saying. like it's interesting they say aberrant behavior when it's just like you're just cheating on someone but they want to like always say it's a little bit different than well that, it's right? not just cheating on someone it's also cheating on someone in the same gender yeah which, which is like is, that's what's aberrant about it yeah, i guess you're right you know um and and so but then carol's lawyer is like actually this was all caused by behavior that herg did okay herg basically drove carol to this aberrant behavior and we will make the case of that and this starts like carol starts freaking out she's like look i can't take this anymore i am not ashamed of what i did Mm -hmm. i'm not ashamed that i went on this trip with therese i'm not ashamed of my feelings yeah and I I want a divorce and I didn't want to fight over our daughter. But if we're going to fight, I, you know, I, I don't want her life to be ruined. So she says, here's my final offer. Herg, you can take her. <laughs> yeah. Take her. But I want visits and I want them regularly. And that is something I'm willing to fight for. Like, I want my daughter in my life, yeah. you know. Uh, and as long as I get that, I don't care. Doesn't matter anymore. Like yeah. I, I, I want to live my own life. I don't want to live against the grain. It's basically what she says. It's a very emotional scene. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she says, she says, if you don't, if you don't give me regular visits, things are gonna get ugly. And then she says, we're not ugly people, Herg. And it's like, oh my god, the look in her eyes. She just, it's like Kate Blanchett. I don't know if she's ever won anything, but. Every year she should win something. She just she was nominated, so she was nominated for this. Good. She should have won. She's fucking amazing in this scene. Uh, amazing acting, I wrote. Carol. Um, what about Brie Larson in Room? That's who won that year. I guess she was pretty good, too. <laughs> She's <was> all right. <laughs> she was pretty good in that. So, uh, Teresa's working in the New York Times. She gets a letter, a handwritten letter from Carol, inviting her to tea at the Ritz. Hmm. And Teresa arrives at the Ritz. And yeah. it's like a tea, it's like a, a, an evening tea time. So Carol is trying so hard to control her emotions. It's clear that she's a, very excited to talk to Therese. Very mm-hmm. excited that Therese answered the call mm-hmm. to meet up with her. But she wants to keep calling because she doesn't want to scare her. She doesn't want to figure her out. And it's also clear that Therese is very clearly hurt by what Carol did. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Yeah. And Carol's like, look, um, I'm divorcing my husband. And we're selling the house. And I'm going to get a big apartment. I'm going to get a job of my own. And the apartment has enough room for two if you want to you know move in i mean you probably don't want to move in lesbians do move fast but if you do want to move in and then therese is like i'm not i won't live with you oh yeah and then yeah that's all that's pretty forward after not seeing someone for a while like and carol says ah well that's that and then there's this big long silence and like you hear the audio of like people talking and that cuts out you just hear like light music and then all of a sudden carol Points a gun at her. No, she <laughs> she says, "I love you." And then Jack shows up, and it's oh, that scene from earlier in the movie. 
That's crazy. That's pretty clever. Also, honestly. I thought that she probably would make a decision. Who wouldn't say that anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Therese doesn't make decisions like that. She doesn't. And so, so Jack shows up and is like, hey, you want to go to that party? Mm-hmm. And Therese is like, sure. Let's go to the party. So, and, and, and Carol's like, hey, I'm having dinner, you know, later tonight if you want to join me for dinner. And she's like, no, that's fine. And then, um, and then, then at this point, after she's about to go to the party, Teresa looks over at Carol and is like, are you sure it's okay if I just leave? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Totally fine. Like, she's trying to, like, hold back the tears. Mm-hmm. Act like this isn't killing her. Uh-huh. So, Therese goes to the party. But, uh, she goes to Phil's party. But there's, I say there's nobody there that she spends time with. But, like, there's the guy from White Lotus that is there. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, that's an actor I recognize. And he's looking at her in a knowing way. But I've never seen him before. <laughs> Who's this guy? And then... Um, Richard's back. And then Carrie from Portlandia is there, too. Okay. Is she ever in the beginning of the movie? I don't remember her. She's just there, and she sort of makes... Like, she says two lines of dialogue. Yeah, I don't, to, I don't remember her. To Therese. And then Therese is just, like, in the bathroom smoking all by herself. Mm-hmm. And then you see something in her eyes, and she runs out of the party, and she jumps in a taxi, and she takes the taxi to where she knows Carol's having dinner. She walks into the restaurant past the major d and it's very busy and then she sees carol and she walks over to carol and carol looks over at Therese, and Therese looks over at carol and the movie ends was there a guy with her i'm There's trying to several get... guys with her but with nobody the, that with carol yeah but nobody that i recognized interesting because i just remember seeing her with like i remember seeing her in the car and like driving away and then seeing oh it was Therese with a lady i think i might have misspoke and said it was carol with or with a guy i mean yeah it i think carol Therese. probably went with jack i think yeah or Therese went with Jack, yeah. Therese went with Jack, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And then so Carol was sad, drove away, and then we cut to my actual movie. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting way of telling that moment. I don't know. I think I, that's probably the most interesting thing about but it. But even then, it's interesting, but like, is it great? Or is it just, ah, oh, we just took this part out and put it in a different spot? It's interesting it's, to see it from like the outsider, because you saw this from the outside perspective, right? Yeah. What did you think was going on when you saw that I was that just trying scene? to figure out what was happening. <laughs> and I was just trying to figure out like, okay, we're here. And then suddenly they meet again. Cause it was honestly confusing. Yeah. 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 To yeah. me. I, cause then I saw her later at the toys at the department store. And I thought Therese was like, Knew each other. Like, I thought they knew each other, and then clearly they didn't. So I was like, okay, well, what's going on? Mm. But that might be just me being dumb. I don't know. No, I don't think it's Um, me being dumb. It was a little confusing. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, we explained it. It's kind of straightforward. Yeah. It's kind of where you expect it to go. There's some interesting things. Honestly, yeah, like talking about the whole, what a surprise. Talking about the whole movie, you get a bit more appreciation for certain things. But overall, I kind of stand by it. I'm like, I think the movie is just okay. It's very serviceable. I I think I would say it's good. Yeah, it's no, a good it's movie. Good. I think it's, it's good. a good movie. It's a good movie. But it's not great. It's not great. I'm not telling anyone to run out and watch it. If you have any interest in it, yeah, go watch it. Also, like, very not... little of my half of the movie takes place during the holidays. Yeah. Th- it sounds like, yeah, you're right. Most you're like, of your half of the movie, I think, takes All my place. half was during the holidays. It's true. It's yeah. Just, so on the holiday scale, this is a pretty bad one, yeah, to be honest. So I can see why it's not really. But it's perfect for us because it's near the end of the month. That is true. Yeah. So this movie was nominated for um, Best Adapted Screenplay. Mm. What do you think won instead? I don't even know what came out that year. Oh, God. I don't know. What was it? The Big Short, baby. Fuck off. Your favorite, dude. No. Fuck that. This should have won. <laughs> Anything should have won over The Big Short. <laughs> Your favorite. Oh. What about The Martian? Yeah, I guess The Martian. Give that. 
That's fine. That's fine. Maybe better than fucking Big Short. But Carol did get nominated for best cinematography, and it lost to <sighs> The Revenant. No, I remember. I remember when this happened too, and I saw The Revenant when it came out in theaters, ladies mm. and gentlemen. No. Not even close. Not even close. Carol didn't win a single award. It got Carol fucking should have swept that <laughs> for a movie that was just okay. Like specifically for cinematography, Carol absolutely should have fucking won cinematography over The Revenant. Ooh, look at me! I don't cut the camera. Fuck you. Well, you know, it was also different. Also, one thing that probably should have got nominated or did win was Mad Max Fury Road. Was also that. Oh, for uh, cinematography. Yeah. Yeah, that's also that's another good. Well, that one should have won editing. I, I think it did yeah, win. Yeah, editing. It won a lot of other like tech, it won a lot of technical awards. Yeah, it did. So. It should have. But I, I honestly think Carol's cinematography is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's, it's really. It's, it's way better it's, than The Revenant. No, it sets out for what it wants to do and just nails it. Like it's. I think it's shot on film. It feels I like. Think it. if it's not like it's they, they did, did a good a, job yeah, with the transfer job recreating it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The grain is gorgeous. Like the colors. There's so, one shot. Oh, can I talk about this one yeah, shot real quick? They're driving back, and it's at night. And so it's a road that is just being illuminated by, like, really light street lamps and uh, headlights. And the camera's, like, locked down. It's on a tripod. So you're just seeing the ca- like this this car, like, sort of drive sort of towards the camera and then off the screen. And, like, to the like entering from the right and then leaving to the left side of the screen. And it's, like, a really dark, like road it's it's like sort of like uh like a like a like a, a road that's like there's nothing else in around its nature and then but it's it's cold out because you know it's like winter time but because of the heat of the car it's like the road is smoking oh yeah and yeah, yeah and it's this gorgeous oh, shot road. it's like yeah it just like there's just this mist over the road and it's like incredible that they could have captured this like it's at night which is incredibly hard to shoot you know to light like mm-hmm. just a great shot just masterful gorgeous shot anyway what are you gonna say beautiful thank you for describing that shot i had to i was gonna ask do you think carol's a bad person or do you think she's just misguided i think she's misguided i don't want to call her bad i yeah. mean i think it's it's tough because it's like i, I don't think know she's just very selfish well, yeah, but least. it's also like I can't put myself in the shoes no, of right. like a woman back in the day no, who like right. loves, you know, loves women, is like a lesbian and can't live her true life. You know, like yeah. I, I do feel bad. I, I think that she kind of mishandled the whole situation with Therese. Yeah, I think she definitely hurt Therese. Mm-hmm. But in the end, Therese clearly like forgave her. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, yeah, like if you are in like a loveless marriage and it's not even a situation of like loveless because he's a bad guy it's just like you just are not compatible right like you just aren't attracted to them Mm. and whatever and like you have this kid or whatever and you've had to live for these other people so long and then you find somebody that means so much to you and like lights that spark it's like yeah it's like obviously it's wrong to hurt people but like in that in this kind of situation like I like, yeah, she's, she's misguided, but she's not bad. I don't, I don't really think she's bad, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to call her bad. That's fair. I do think it's interesting that the movie kind of deals with it a little bit. But I then, think so uh, too, But then I yeah. think it's kind of a nice spot for her to finally admit what she's doing mm-hmm. in the kind of the court session. Yeah. I think before that you can make an argument that like she's just kind of even a dick, but then like, yeah. you kind of like understand her perspective a lot more Yeah, as a, uh, in the court scene. And I think that was a really smart way to really put it very symbolic in some ways too. It's also surprising that the movie does. I, I feel like it does a, it does a, a fair job of also making Hark seem like a pretty okay guy. 
Yeah, it's interesting too because also I don't think like like except, except for maybe the creepy guy, uh, the, the PI New York Times guy. But that was he's a, the only oh, one who's kind of the one. Who's oh, you mean honor. men in general? No, 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 no. I meant the New York Times, uh, the dude who got her the job at the New York Times. Yeah, what about he him? was a creep? Because yeah, he was a creep. Yeah. Other than that, I think all the men in the movie are like mostly just fine. They're just kind of annoying. Yeah, they kind of yeah. Men men can suck. Yeah, but. I don't know, like particularly with the the husband, because it's yeah. like, yeah, it's. I guess I was talking about Richard as well. Like their oh, relationship yeah, yeah, was just yeah. like he's just trying his best, but he, she just is not. She's not working. Yeah. For the husband's situation, like it's got to be hard for him too. It's like he loves her, you yeah. know, like he's devoted so much love and attention, time with her, and it's like it's just never. I, I think work that's out. the nice. That's a good way of doing it though, because it makes you think a little bit more about roles and things like that. Yeah, if gender was just roles. Straight up bad. It was like, who cares? Who you cares? Know? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. It's, interesting yeah i don't know it's it's it's, it's not a tar situation where you just throw throw kate blanchett and be like she's she's awful she fucking she's sucks yeah yeah exactly she's a bad person. that is true but also kate uh i was gonna say kate carol this movie doesn't do nearly anything i feel like that no 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 no, yeah. no 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 absolutely like, not yeah. it's not as cut and dry no I, in my opinion even though some people are like well, this okay. well actually actually she got the short end of the stick t- t- tar wasn't that bad yeah she's okay yeah. she's not that bad but yeah i you know I, I, I liked the movie. I might watch the first half for the holiday the holiday vibes. The holiday vibes pretty pretty. Pretty pretty. It looks very cool. Yeah. I mean honestly, yeah, it's 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 I don't know. It's a good draw. It's a gorgeous movie. Compare I think... this to Family Stone. <sighs> Better than Family Stone. <sighs> It's tough because yes, it's, techni- <laughs> it's technically better in Family Stone, but Family Stone is more fun to watch. I agree with you there. It's more fun. It's yeah. more Christmassy. Like if we're going by Christmas vibes, I would rather watch Family, Family Stone. Stone over Carol. Yeah, That's Carol true. is. Carol's like when you get done with the Christmas time and you're in New Year's, mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, time to do my Oscar bait homework. You know, <laughs> you you put you put up the tree to. Family Stone, you take down the tree to Carol. Oh, perfect. That's the perfect time to do it. Guys, have you put your holiday Christmas tree up yet? You really should start doing it now. Might be a little late. Might be a little late. Uh, Email us. Email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. Let us know. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads, and our own Discord. Uh, And if you want to listen to any of our previous episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and a review. We will read in the show no matter what it says, Um, even if it is a telegram uh, uh, telling us that you have a PI following us and listening in on our most private conversations, which is essentially what a podcast is anyway. That's true. Basically, yeah. I mean, we're PIing ourselves. Exactly. We're doxing ourselves we're right doxing now. We're doxing ourselves right now. You, could, you yeah. could download, you can get my IP data <laughs> from the place we host this website yeah. and this podcast on. Yeah. It's very simple. You very know? scary. Don't look up uh, who is domains. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, I, great. Do I spend enough money paying for the part to hide your domain? No, because I get a lot of solicitors trying to ask me if they want any <laughs> advice or if I go on to buy any blogs or anything. No, I don't. No, I don't. No. No, the other half podcast doesn't buy content. We are the content, baby. Good night, everybody. <laughs>